Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and good evening. Welcome to the Psychic Inside Show. My name is Joelle and I am your host. I'm the librarian and I am here to elevate, enlighten, and empower. And I am trying to do that by bringing you information, expansive, and just really a good time. I'm here on my channel on Blog Talk Radio, which is the Vibrary Radio Network, every Tuesday evening for the Psychic Inside Show, where I get to talk to people who have opened up to their psychic gifts and abilities. Now, I believe everyone is psychic. You just may not realize it. And my goal in having these interviews is that you will hear something that sparks an interest in you, that helps you maybe understand yourself a little bit more and help you along in that's what everything is about. Now, I am bringing together a beautiful community of people that I like to call the Good Vibe Tribe. As we know, the, your vibe attracts your tribe, and I truly believe that. And so on Facebook, you can find me also on Instagram. If you look for at the vibrarian, now that is T-H-E-V-I-B-E, as in energy, R. A-R-I-A-N. Sounds like librarian because I am a librarian, but I've kind of expanded into a larger role as the vibrarian, and that is to only work with high vibrational experiences and information and people. So if you're out there on Instagram and Facebook and you see something that's positive, that's uplifting, that's ex- that's expansive, please tag me because I would love to be able to uh, share it and amplify your message. You can use the tag Get Lifted or Good Vibe Tribe. Uh, definitely let me know because I believe that the more we pass on the positivity, the better off that we are. We spend too much time passing on the bad news and the sad news of the day. And through our efforts, I think that we are shifting the reality on an incremental basis by illuminating and bringing light forward. Now, on Thursdays, you can tune back into the Vibrary Radio Network and catch the Vibrarian Show. Now, I like to think of it as a cross between the X-Files and Indiana Jones because I am exploring any topic that I can think of. There's no stone left unturned. Uh, Just yesterday, we had a special edition where we were talking about the equinox, and my guest was Ricardo Pope, who is a Mayan archaeological expert, and he was on talking with us about the Grand Pyramid of Chichen Itza, which is one of the seven wonders of the world. Uh, It was an awesome conversation, and this Thursday, I'm going to have Dr. Tracy Johnson, who is the creator of the Air Angelic Card System, on as a guest. So as you can see, it's kind of a grab bag of topics you never know what you're going to get from week to week. All of our shows, including the Psychic and Science Show interviews are, and the Vibrant interviews, are available on my YouTube channel, The Vibrary. You can check out the archives, take a listen to the stories that have been shared so far. It's been some really wonderful conversations. So as you know, during the Psychic Inside Show, uh, oftentimes we are able to offer readings with our guests who are Uh, interviewing each evening, and so this evening I'm very, very excited to announce that our guests will be 
offering readings over the phone. That will not happen until the last segment of the show. So, uh, you know, you'll just have to participate in our conversation up to that point. But uh, we will bring people on who've been waiting on our phone lines at the show. The phone number is 646-787-8436. You can dial that number and press the one key. You don't need to do it now, but press the one key when the time goes for the readings with the pound key after it. That lets me know that you want to be placed in the queue to have that special interaction. So on the show, I'm oftentimes getting to talk with people who I know from the Atlanta psychic community. I am super excited because Atlanta really does have a thriving and vibrant community where you can find shops with crystals, you can find all of your herbs and incenses, you can find healers and readers and and people who are doing counseling. It's just kind of really integrated integrated into the reality of, of Atlanta life, which is quite wonderful. So one of my favorite places you are, always hear me talking about is the big psychic fair. The reason I talk about it is because it's been happening for over 25 years in Atlanta. Gloria Parker created this event to bring the community together, and it has been going strong. And there have been countless innumerable people who have come through the Blue Barn up in Roswell. And my guest this evening is among that number. Now, when I go, I always walk in the door and I see whose energy is drawing me to them. And I promise you, every time that I went to this place before I even knew her name, that my guest this evening always would like walk by and say hello, and then she would introduce herself. I think she would, you know, ask me how I was doing. It was just always like an open and friendly air about her. So I had to figure out what her name was and eventually able to connect up with her. So this evening, I would like to introduce you to and welcome to the Psychic Inside Show, Tangela Broomfield. Welcome, Tangela. I'm so glad to have you on my interview this evening. How are you? Oh, wonderful. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Now, I have to tell you, one thing that I know about you is that you are originally from Detroit, but you flew yes. south because the weather was warmer here. I yes. can totally relate to that. So now you are a transplant, as we like to call it. There are so many of us here in the metro area. Yes. But I also have had some background conversations with you that I've got some things that I really am interested in talking about. But I've seen you at the Blue Barn in two different capacities, which is somewhat unusual, to be quite honest. Most of the time, if you see a person who's providing readings and seeing uh, clients in that capacity, you don't see them then the next day uh, uh, with the Reiki table as the Reiki practitioner. But I see you wearing two hats at the psychic fair. So you are a multifaceted woman. How long have you been a Reiki practitioner and working with the healing and energetic arts? Well, I've really been doing it all my life. We just didn't call it Reiki growing Mm -hmm. up. We called it laying on of hands. And I started doing it with my mom. (laughs) Yes. I'm chuckling a little bit because... 
I'll say laying on of hands is a familiar phrase to those of us who came come from a church background. So for the listeners in our yeah. audience who may not uh, have a faith practice that includes that, what is it like, what is the laying of hands then as you experienced it? Well, laying on the hands is like, it's almost like transferring your healing energy into someone and giving them healing. Through your and so ability. you were, so you were in a church environment. Was this as a child that you began to realize that you had a healing gift, or was it as you were maturing through your your church life? Well, really, it started when I was about five or six years old. I really don't know remember how mm-hmm. old I was, but my mom used okay. to always call me from playing and say, "Come over here," like if she had a shoulder ache or her leg was bothering her or, or whatever was. Uh, ailing her, she would come over and say, lay hands on my shoulder. It's hurting right here. And I would be like, oh, my God, I wish she would leave me alone so I can go play. And uh, I would go over, and she taught me how to pray. And I was like, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just want to can you heal my mommy. Her shoulder is hurting her. And she would say, oh, my God, this girl has such wonderful gifts. And that's really where I started at. And wow. So you, took me to you're like the Aretha so that's what they say about Aretha Franklin. She was like four or five years old, and she was like giving this huge gift through her church. So you were like five, like this is kindergarten that you were yes. in this. That's amazing. <laughs> so it was very supportive. Uh, it was very supportive in your mom, you know, encouraging you and, and calling you and having you to do that then. Right. Yes, I, I couldn't stand it at the time because all I wanted to do was play. And um, she's, her and her friends would always say, oh, she's so gifted. She's so wonderful. And I used to look at them like, oh, I wish you guys would just leave me alone, okay? Um, but come to find out, and it's like my mom passed me her baton, you know, when she passed. But um, this, it goes back a long ways. So your early years then as this uh, healing child, um did that carry outside of church, or was it just always you were very much then affiliated with your spiritual practice and gift in that in your early years? Well, no. I, it kind of faded away. I, I went to church, and I I did things at church like um, I was an altar worker minister for a while. Uh, I enjoyed doing that. I love seeing people get healed and um and I did that for years and years and years through my later years. It's like a, I had a time period through my teenage years and younger uh, 20s and 30s where I didn't want to really go to church because I had been churched out um, mm. from being a child and going to church with my mom day and night. Um, I really didn't want to be bothered with it, but uh, I was led back to the church through situations in my life where I found peace and I found the healing that I needed through all the situations that I, I caused on myself running around in the streets. But um, mm-hmm. I even when I was out running around at the clubs and doing the club thing and partying, uh, what they call whirly, um, a lot of times I would hear spirit talk to me, like going out mm-hmm. partying and stuff. I would hear spirit say things like, get out of here or go talk to that person. And, just me mm-hmm. having conversations with people, and on my jobs, 
um, people would always come to me and come to me with problems. And I'd be like, why are these people always coming to me with their problems? I really don't feel like hearing this because I got problems with my own self. But I didn't understand mm-hmm. this, that um, the energy and being attracted to people who were hurting, that I had a gift mm-hmm. that they needed. And so, so going back into the church, I um I just got on the the um, ministry of laying on the hands of the the altar worker ministers when people were coming into the church and needed healing and needed some prayer, and and that's why even in my sessions I always start either if I'm doing readings I start off with prayer if I'm doing Reiki any kind of work that I'm doing I start off my sessions with prayer because I believe that God mm-hmm. is when you bring God in who is my source. Uh, my main mm-hmm. source. Uh, I believe that mm-hmm. everything works out perfect. You mentioned then that you were like hearing, so your clear audience, or as people refer, your psychic hearing, or the way that you were receiving messages was exhibited to you in that fashion. When you were five and six and seven and having the healing hands, were you also? Ex- uh, experiencing other spiritual manifestations such as the clairaudience or clairvoyance? Yes, I would hear things, but I didn't understand it. I really didn't understand what I was hearing Um, when I was a young child. I would hear and see shadows or see, um, I can remember seeing what I would call angels, angels telling me to go, Um, Mm -hmm. being in trouble. Out there, and I, mm-hmm. I, I worked for the government for 33 years, and I can remember going into the after-hour places, and they were coming in and busting the after-hour place because it was illegal to run these mm-hmm. places. And I was there one time, and, and then I came back to me the other day how um, God sent the angel of a policeman to me. They pulled everybody up, lined them all up. It was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the guy came up to the police, came up to me, and said, what are you doing here? And I'm going... My brother is here, my stepbrother, and he's like, put your stuff back in your purse and get out of here. Okay, for real? Mm. I threw all my stuff in the purse real quick, and I got out of there, and I, and I left. And I was like, thank you, God, because I would lose my job. So it's different situations mm-hmm. like that, and I said, that was an angel. It had to be an angel. Mm-hmm. A different, I have so many different situations where the angels came, and they saved me out of trouble that I was getting myself into. So when people come to me and say, you don't understand what I'm going through. You don't know what I've been through. They think that I've been doing this my whole life. No, I have not. Now, you know, you talk about having that worldly experience and being churched, which, you know, those are two very uh, strong dynamics, meaning that you, you're, a lot of emphasis was placed on uh, formal religious activities such as going to church and going to Bible study and going. And so at any point, let's say before your adulthood, did you experience any challenges then with your gifts from the church body or was it only kind of your reaction and fatigue from that that um, affected you? Well, even at the church, I was very uncomfortable with using my gifts, trying to follow instructions on what they were giving me to do. The thing, a lot of things didn't sit well with me, and I would mm. ask God, 
or go to the Bible and say, what are they, where is this at where I can't wear sandals? Or where is this at where I can't wear red lipstick? Where is this at? And they would tell me different things that I was restricted to doing. And I would talk to God about it, and he would tell me sometimes, this is only a matter of time, or it'll be all right. And I would just kind of bear through different things, like biting the bullet. And then mm-hmm. I saw myself having changes go through my life. I went through a lot of uh, major, major traumatic situations in my life that kind of opened my eyes to things um, uh, as far as now, my gifts were concerned. Was there, um, like with wearing the lipstick or, you know, kind of the uh, community norms that sometimes come from conservative church environments, was there also a, like a you have to do your gift this way or you have to do your gift that way as as well as part of those conversations? Oh, sure. I mean, there were certain okay. things that um, as far as laying on the hands, you only touch the forehead or um, just grab their hands only or um, the ladies only deal with ladies. The females only deal with females and the male only deal with males. Um, a lot of bias, a lot of um, prejudice things that were going on and things that just didn't sit well with me. You know, like if Peter um, told me to talk to someone and they said, no, 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 I don't want you to talk to that person. Let, let, the, let the pastor handle that or um, oh. let the sisters, let, that, let this, this person over here handle this or that. You know, it's like uh, degrees of who you were, who's who, and what's what. Mm-hmm. Um, they try to limit so and shut you up in certain areas also, you know. They would shut you down. If you see something, don't say nothing. You know, it's a lot but, of different so things interact- that I... Mm-hmm. Well, those kind of interactions, they didn't lead you to shut down your conversation with your connection to God, they just led you to like sidebars, I guess, where you and God were having this kind of, well, you talk to me and worry about this with me and just conform to whatever that is in so much as you felt comfortable. Or did you begin to feel like, did you at ever any point reject your your connection because of church in any way? Definitely. That was one of the reasons why I didn't go for so many years. <laughs> I just kind of gave up on it. And then through these years, these recent years, I've when converting from Michigan to Georgia, when I got here, I was like, okay, I need me a place of worship. I always, because I had a sister in the Lord, um, she passed away. Me and her had cancer at the same time from 1996. I had cancer to 98. Um, I had cancer, and she had cancer at the same time. She passed, but she gave me a word that I won't forget, and I think it was so spiritual and so on time, and she was saying whatever challenges I was going through in life always connect with the church. There was a connection for, for me there. And I found that to be so true. And even now that I've came to Georgia, I did find me a place of worship that I really love. And mm-hmm. I go in there, and I'm, and I'm not personal with anybody there, and I love that. 
because I don't have to go by the rules. They are rules and what they think of me and what they feel of me. And so now I can be me. I can go in and worship mm-hmm. the way I feel like I need to worship. And then I can leave out of there. And I sometimes I go and see my clients right after church service and do my healing work. <laughs> and I know that's what I'm supposed to be doing. So that's now, what I enjoy. Well, this show is like called the Psychic Inside Show. Do you actually use the word psychic as you describe yourself? A lot of times I don't. If you look at my flyers and things I um, put up, I will put even readers, I don't even really put that on there too much. I changed it over to intuitive, clairvoyant, medium, advisor, spiritual advisors on my cards. Because I was feel there like some, I can, Yes, I was going to ask, is there a negative connotation everyone. for you? Oh, okay. And yeah, you felt that that word has everyone. kind of a... Mm-hmm. So so much yeah. of what I, you know, I hear is that people will say, you know, um, a psychic. Oh, the psychic's online. So the word itself has a certain popular connotation that, especially in religious circles that would not necessarily vibrate with the energy. It's interesting that you say you would refer to yourself as a medium because that word really sometimes, you know, I think they'll usually flip to a scripture and say, thou shalt not consult with so-and-so, so so, soothsayers and mediums and something like that in in one of the scriptures often quoted. (laughs) So you don't find that that clairvoyant or medium has even as much negative baggage as the word psychic then. Well, that's some of the things that I'm overcoming of really caring about what they care about anyway, what they're saying about me. <laughs> I'm overcoming those things, okay? It's almost like I'm right. coming out of the closet also, all right? So those are some yes. of the things that I deal with and I struggle with, with my family, um, with my friends from back home. Most of my friends from Michigan are church family. Most of my family is church family. Most of my friends are from the church community that I've accumulated back home in Michigan. And um, mm-hmm. so I'm careful about what I say to them because they get offended. They say, oh, no, you know, that's not your call. You know you're gifted to do this, and you are always called to heal people, and don't lose that. And I'm like, no, I haven't lost it. And I said, I do Reiki because <laughs> I started off doing Reiki only. <laughs> I really did. Mm-hmm. I just came here, and I said, Reiki is my thing because I love healing. I love seeing people being healed, mind, body, spirit. I love that. But when I started so doing my Reiki, mm-hmm. when I started doing my uh, Reiki, I started getting the messages really keen. While you were treating, while you're in the sessions, you were yeah. receiving the, the uh, mm-hmm. and that's when you're talking about Gloria. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you're talking about Gloria. Uh, I got a referral mm-hmm. to go there to do Reiki at the psychic fair. And I went in and I started doing Reiki at the how I kind of because she didn't have her uh, person doing Reiki, so I came in as the Reiki person downstairs, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the lady came back after a few months of me doing it there, and so she called me up and says, "Hey, Tangela, 
um, my Ricky girl is back. I said, oh, oh, okay. All right, no problem. I said, well, just call me back when, um, you know, you want me to come back when you have a, a, a place for me. She said, no, no, no. She wants to do Reiki one day and reading the other so you girls can flip-flop. I go, hmm. Okay, I'll try that. I'll try that because I really wasn't into reading. Mm-hmm. I would do a little slight reading before I did my Reiki or afterwards, before after. I would give the message that I was getting for each person that came. Mm-hmm. And I had started kind of messing with the angel cards because I, I work with angels really strong, mm-hmm. real, real strong. Mm-hmm. Angels come in, and my archangels are my, oh, they're my backup team. So hmm. I went about some angel cards, and they started really talking to me. And then when I did my first um, readings down at Gloria's the, the Blue Burn, I did, mm-hmm. like, the, my first day, I did, like, 17 readings, and I was just overwhelmed with myself mm-hmm. because I was like, wow, I did 17 readings, and mm-hmm. I never was a reader. But it showed me my talents, that my gifts, and they were flowing. I was on, on point, which was so mm-hmm. awesome. And then people started saying, I want to see you outside of here. Are you going to be set up outside of here? I said, yeah, I'm playing on it, but I don't know where yet. So I had my cards. And that's where really the reading part came in. So it's, I didn't really need a, the curve. There's a couple of interesting points. Like as you're talking, I'm like making little notes because I want to make sure that I cover these in, these these aspects. Um, so we're going to come back to the angels. And let me back up to say that you mentioned that you're still coming to a place of comfort with the language and describing who you are and actually being who you are. And I think that's super important to talk about because we, it can mm-hmm. seem like sometimes that you just like finish and you step out of all of the conditioning and ideas and the programs, then you bust out and you're free and it doesn't affect you anymore. But, for, you know, as you're sharing in your experience of coming, still kind of feeling okay about claiming your power despite what mm-hmm. the judgment, you know, there's so much fear mm-hmm. of, of judgment. And, it, you know, it I think that that's super important to say that moving through that can happen at any phase of your life, any phase of your journey, and that it's not something that necessarily you will completely embrace and deal with just like that and then switch on and be like, uh, I've shed all that baggage, you know. So I, I think that uh, you're one of the most youthful-looking, mature women that I know. It says to me that you're dealing, you know, with a really positive lifestyle, but you have that, you know, you're not a 20-year-old uh, person. You've got decades of experience of coming to mm-hmm. terms with who you are, and what you're saying is you're still not done coming to terms with all that you are, but you're not abandoning your expansion because of what the external world feels about you. I think that's 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 really important for someone to hear is what I'm hearing, you know. Yes, that's definitely and, true. Uh, coming to ourselves uh, and me coming to myself, I can say that it's been a process and it still is a process. Because um, even right now, today, um, 
I've been in Georgia two years now, and I've been with my husband for 23 years, and he just found out oh. that I do readings. Okay, and I think he might be on the air. He might be. Uh, he said it was going well, to try so to go on. you have a but... lot of you have some three one threes who are listening to the show. Shout out to Detroit this evening. <laughs> it was Hello. listening on the Hello. show. Thank you. So, but um. <laughs> I'm happy and I feel free by letting him know and letting people know. And it's not that bad. It's really not. Because there's a lot of people mm-hmm. that need so much help out here now, whether they're friends or family. And sometimes when we let them know who we really are, we can really help them. Because they can say, mm-hmm. okay, you know what? I've seen things like that too. That's happened with me. Oh my God. They be happy after I tell them, and I say, "Wow, I really need to have a a party, a celebration party on letting people know who I really, really am." Okay, mm. so did I feel you feel afraid to? Well, I was wondering, did you feel anxious about them? Kind of, I mean, he clearly knew you were, you know, in church and things of that. I'm assuming, but did right. you feel anxiety then about how that conversation would go, even after twenty something years of marriage? Well, no, because he always, he always, he always um, talked about um, (laughs) um, how gifted I am and always said things like, um, oh, you need to be a minister. You need to be this and that. I am a minister, okay? It's just not the Mm. traditional way of being a minister, okay? Matter of fact, I just got ordained through the shaman as a minister. So mm-hmm. I know that it doesn't take what the old school church says I need to do to become that minister or become that counselor or that help that helper. Even going to school four years for psychology, I got a degree, but I didn't go into the master's program. And I was like, okay, God, I do not want to do this thing where I got to pay them all this money back and work for the rest of my life as, uh, to pay back the government this money for school. And the spirit told me, don't worry about it. Because what I have you to do, you're not going to need that degree. You're not going to need that degree, that master. So this is mm-hmm. what I, he's having me to do is to minister to people, to help people, to heal people. So thinking about going to massage school. No, I'm doing all that in one with the Ricky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a massage. It's like a, it's like the laying on hands from the church. It's, it's like energy that's healing people and bringing people to themselves, giving mm-hmm. them the guidance they need, the direction, opening their eyes to their own selves and their own spirit. I see so many gifted people uh, come across from me, sit across from me, or be in mm-hmm. uh, on that Reiki table. They're so gifted at all these, like like myself, just all these multifaceted gifts and talents that mm-hmm. they don't even know they have. They haven't even tapped into it. And when I tell them, you know you're intuitive, they go, me? Yes, you. <laughs> you're awesome. You're just an empath. That's why you're depressed. That's all that is. You're picking up other people's mm-hmm. You're picking up other people's mm-hmm. energy, and they go, like, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> <laughs> and 
I mean, and you actually wind up teaching people how to develop their gifts as part of your work, not just as direct healing and counseling and, and working. You also do instruction, correct? Yes, I do. I teach classes, and I try to stay at the at the smaller people's level, I want to call it, what they call it here. I like to stay down where people can understand me. I like to talk about the mm. chakras and why we do Reiki healing and why you need Reiki healing and what is it that um, lines you up and keeps you balanced, why, why we have these certain feelings of the empathic things. And I, when I tell a person, you know you're empath and you, you have those anxieties because you're picking up your husband or you're picking up your wife or you're picking up your kids' energy. And they stop mm-hmm. and they think and they're going, wow, okay. So teaching these classes helped me to teach them about themselves on a basic level. Not that they have to become a so teacher, not that they become right. have to become a Reiki practitioner, not that they become a reader, but to recognize mm-hmm. their gifts and recognize how they can have a balance in their lives, have peace, flow in love. Get the relationship mm-hmm. that you want with yourself, first of all. I teach that a lot. Get that relationship going with yourself. Find out what you like, mm-hmm. what you don't like. How to keep your boss's energy off of you and your coworker right close to you working. How to keep that's your kids' energy I, off of you. <laughs> you know? But that's something people say all the time is they're like, well, I don't I would never become a psychic. No, this is not necessarily for ex you're teaching you, you know, it's basically a class and aspects of yourself and how to connect up with those things in a way that, like you said, brings you the peace and the love and, and all that you wish to have in your life. And that's before you ever try to go serve another person, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And even Reiki, I tell people all the time, Reiki one first level is really about self-healing. You know, you are learning basically how to take care of yourself, you know, uh, energetically Mm -hmm. with a very specific tool not to go out and do it to others. I think that intimidates people, you know, quite a bit actually when you say to them, hey, would you like to understand your empathy or understand this? And they're like, "Mm -mm, I don't want to be you. But then after about Mm -hmm. three years or four years or a period of time, the next thing you know, that same person, you're standing next to them as peers, And you're like, I thought you said you didn't want to do such and such. What are you doing here? And they're like, well, I started it, and I really liked it, and then it expanded, and I thank you so much. I owe you so much. You know, I mean, that's how the conversation generally goes, Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. people really are taught. Uh, And even to have a conversation with someone, like you said, who does not think that you're uh, losing your faculties, of mental, you know, uh, (laughs) to be able to talk with somebody about, well, did you feel the energy of that? Oh, my crown chakra was vibrating. And somebody's like, oh, I didn't know what that pressure in my head was every time I was in such and such a location. It really does unlock deep levels of healing for people. 
Right. Now you teach like development of your abilities. You teach Reiki on an ongoing yeah. basis, and I know you teach on special topics as well. Like, what are some of the other? Uh, well, and you also actually have a store, um, a, a location now up in Roswell, where you provide uh, products as well. I've seen some beautiful things in your space when I was able to visit. Um, Talk about, you know, the launch of your spiritual business because it's very new. I'm very excited for you. Not your practice is not new, but your your space is new, and I'm super excited for you. Yes, well, I'm located at um, the Roswell Office Week, and I really love my space. One of my clients, um, I was telling her I had stopped working at one of the centers, and I was at, um, kind of moved back home, and I was having so many people who wanted to come and see me, and the energy got to be too much in my home. And um, I was telling one of my clients, and she says, I need you to come and look at um, one of the places that we're renting, me and my husband, we have a business. Um, and, I, and when she first told me, I was like, ah, okay, all right. And then I got busy. And then she, I repeated it to her again about it at another time. And she says, I asked you to come over and see that. Just come and look. And I came over to the space, and I was like, wow, this is it. And I um, immediately told the lady, the manager, that I wanted that space. It was just like waiting for me. And when I went in, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is it for me. And this is just another star for me because me and my husband, or my husband, when I met him, um, I met him. He had a one of the largest uh, grocery stores, uh, Caribbean and African grocery stores in Detroit. He might have been the first. I'm not really sure. But he had one of the largest. And um, when I went into his store, because my mom, she did this kind of work. She was a herbalist, mostly a herbalist and a healer and a reader. And she used to buy products from him. Um, and she used to go in and buy oils and um the healing oils and different things like that and herbs from him. So she introduced me to my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, from the day we started talking, uh, he went and got me, went up to New York and brought me back uh, herbal uh, juices, which heal cancer. And um, that's how we started talking. We started talking from that day forth. We never stopped talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he even took me to the island and had me eat the fruit and the, the natural fruits of the land. And a lot mm-hmm. of that um, really has had a big impression on my recovery and on my healing of my life. And it really changed my life forever, seeing how herbs mm-hmm. really, really worked. And different things. So that's what I do. Is I try and uh, steer people in the direction of herbal first. I never, I always, and I have a disclosure even on my forms when people come in for Reiki about that I'm not a medical doctor, but I do recommend mm-hmm. herbs to different people. And I give them my testimony about how I was healed through herbal uh, remedies. Yeah, so. Um, and you're made, I mean, you have you have soaps, you have um, anointed candles, you have uh, 
the oils, you, and I know you're expanding, uh, and these are not like just items that are purchased from a wholesale place and then put on your shelves. These are items that you have actually worked with energetically to for the purposes that you know, that you're setting. So you're charging them with Reiki and anointing and all of that in a very personal interaction with each piece that is offered through through your 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 space. Yes. Yes I do. And I you know, I infuse them with, with energy. Um Reiki energy, healing energy, mostly healing. I just love healing. Because we need so much mm-hmm. healing in our communities now um, when it comes to love, when it comes to career, our finances, family, um, the sole purposes of just us getting to know who we are and opening up our gifts. And I found that those candles and things um, really push that energy open for us. It opens it up cleanses mm. things because we've gone through a lot of trauma, most of us. We've gone through some kind of trauma where we need to be healed in certain areas so we can move forward. We wonder why. Why do I keep getting in relationships, these same kind of relationships? And I do crystals too. I got to start doing crystals when I came mm-hmm. down to Georgia. I did not believe in crystals. I didn't believe it and I was like, Mm-mm, that don't work. But <laughs> once I talked to some of the people at some of the centers here and um, and I tried it. And I said, wow, these crystals really have energy in here. So when I started using those and I saw how they helped me to heal, because I've had injuries, I've had back injuries, I have a hip injury, um, and I definitely have heartbreaks and different things like that. But as I lay things on my heart and ask for the healing from my angels and from my spirit guides and things, I see how the the transformation has happened. Uh, I'm not, you know... And I just ask people to be patient with me because God ain't through with me yet. <laughs> I can be a little rough sometimes, and I'm working on that part. And I was talking to one of my sisters, that um, my shaman sisters today, about um, softening my energy a little bit more, you know, not being so rough because of trauma. You know, you, you see I get a little excited so like, about different things. Let's say so you're like Malachi. You need a little amethyst to soften you up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to get you a big piece of uh, rose quartz, you know. Just swing it around my neck so I can be a little bit more gentler and loving because it's like I want to grab people and say, stop doing that so you can get it moving, you know. Come on, get on board. And I get a little excited because I care. Mm-hmm. Not like I try to hurt anybody. I want, I want, it, I want people to get it. I want them to get healed. I want to see them move forward. And sometimes it's mm-hmm. a little hard for to get out of those stuck places. Not just well, if it was easy, we'd all be. If it was easy, we'd all be walking around in a different kind of reality. We know that yeah. it's absolutely hard, you know. Um, yeah. I wanted to tie this back around you meant you know we were talking about candles and then we were talking about angels earlier and so mm-hmm. it's interesting because in of course the church setting at the beginning of the church service their acolytes light the candles and that is like setting the holiness on the altar in the 
Bible, there's, you know, Sarah and Mary being visited by the angel, and, of course, the hosts of angel choirs singing, announcing, the you know, the birth of the King Jesus. But if you then say, I have candles that I anoint for purposes that you can uh, burn at home, or I spoke with angels today, or I'm using angel cards, all of a sudden it's like, oh, clutching pearls, and wait a second, you just tipped off the ledge and burnt yourself in the fires of hell because you didn't, you know, it's really an interesting conflict, you know, and did you, do you encounter people who you're like, well, I'm working with the angels who then are like, no, you're not, you're using cards, that's not angels. Or do you find that there is resistance to things like candles? Because, you know, that's very much associated. People say, oh, burning candle, candle magic. Like it's a negative thing I've heard, especially in the South where there's a lot more Mm -hmm. kind of awareness. Is that part of your aspect that you really have limited more in terms of communicating to your, your families of faith, so to speak? Well, you know, I really haven't even thought much about that with them because um, I've had some times where I've had people say things like to me, um, how do you do what you do and still go to church? Because I still go to church. And Mm -hmm. it made me question myself. And I went back and I went to God again. I did this two or three times since I've been here and doing this work um, because I kind of let the cat out the bag with some people because spirit told me to. Mm -hmm. And um, so I questioned myself. And the one time when I um, questioned myself, (laughs) I went to the restaurant that evening and this man was having a stroke on Fridays. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. it was like a movie because nobody in the place moved but me. Mm-hmm. I jumped up, instantly put my hands up, and I started doing Reiki on him without question, without thinking, without anything. I pulled every bit of energy mm-hmm. I could from heaven down from mm-hmm. God into this young man, and he came back. He came back. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he died and came back. And I looked mm-hmm. around, I'm saying, where am I at? They said, you're in Georgia. They were sitting there playing with their phones, talking like the boy wasn't on the floor, a young man. Mm. It was like God had to show me, this is what I called you to do. And regardless, you see all these people sitting around doing nothing. This man is dying. And I stood mm-hmm. up. I had to call EMS. The manager stood right there. I said, did anybody call EMS? The manager oh, they hadn't even called yet. No, oh. nobody had called. I called EMS and had one hand doing Reiki on him. And and then he was on the floor, and I'm standing up, though. His girlfriend that was mm. with him, I was asking her questions to talk to the EMS driver. And, you know, it's just God had to show me, this is what I've called you to do. Do mm-hmm. not worry about these people and what they're saying. I can't listen to their voices anymore. I got to listen to source and do what he tells me to do. I have people tell me all manner of things. Well, you should be over here. You should be over to the right. You should be to the left. Oh, don't go over there. No, you should not be doing work here. But I have to listen to source. I'll be telling them, no, this is what I got to do. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm learning more and more how to stand in my own, what I call in my own personal power. Mm-hmm. And be comfortable with who I am and with the gifts that he's shown me to do. And burning candles, I've seen people do such wicked stuff out here to go to church, okay? So mm-hmm. I no longer allow them to have a say in what God has called me to do. Mm. That's just the bottom line. Right. <laughs> right. I'm going <laughs> to give you the the keys to my, my reality. We can give away our power. Many times we do. And I, I will tell you, as a as a woman, uh, yes. you know, brought up in uh, – Thankfully, you know, the United Methodist Church tradition that I was brought up in was not one of those like, overly super strict, but it was not necessarily super modern either, you know. But um, I didn't have a lot of hellfire and brimstone type of, you know, you're a fallen mm-hmm. sinner kind of teaching. But then later when I moved south and went to college and came more in like southern tradition, fiery preacher type thing, that whole reinforces that statement of you're not divine only God and Jesus were divine and you are the center of the lowest value not so worthy as to pick up the crumbs of his table is one of the regular things that was said you know and that that moving out of that judging of myself personally for who I naturally am. And as you were saying, these are the gifts. You all didn't give me these gifts. Man didn't give this to you. Right. And to be able to say, I'm sticking with where this came from and I'm not going to worry about that. Many times people live very deeply unhappy lives. Oh, that's true. it can exhibit as mental illness and depression and even suicide, yes. you know. If people are telling you, well, the voices you're hearing in your head, they're demonic. It's not your angels, you know. Oh, that's wrong. Um, you know, that kind of thing. So it's just so many challenges. But for each person like yourself who stands there and mm-hmm. says, I'm standing in my personal power, and I'm only really concerned about when I know I'm doing what I am created to do. And the rest of it yeah. can basically <laughs> do with it do with it what you will. It's not a concern to me because in that moment when I'm standing over a person in need and healed, there's no question. You didn't yeah. hesitate a minute. You went and answered, you know, the call. And like you said, he told you that's why I created you with this. So, yeah. there, you know, there's a message in that. So many people from this show come from different faith practices. So some would say God, some might say Allah or uh, Krishna, Shiva. It's so much uh, in terms of spiritualism and connection around the globe. And we're coming into a time when some of the labels like uh, the organized religious faith, people are saying, oh, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Because they're mm-hmm. saying, well, you know, I'm a little bit Buddhist, I'm a little bit Christian. <laughs> you know, and the Christian's uh-huh. like, well, you can't be Buddhist if you're Christian. And, you know, I don't think, and, and I don't think that's so much really okay. I really <laughs> love that because right? I found out that, God works through everything and everyone, especially coming into the shamanism. You find out how the trees, the birds, the animals, 
everything has God's life in there. And it's meaningful mm. to me now more than ever before. And we're all connected here for a reason. Mm-hmm. For us to live on here together in harmony. And it's just so much mm-hmm. disharmony. It's so much tragedy and all that kind of stuff. But where are we where are we at with that? I love when I can see some of my my what they were my um my clients. A lot of them are readers now. I mean, I've been only two years. I have a, a couple that are working at the barn now. Mm-hmm. They came in, they had no idea that they were readers, okay, or that they were, they had these Reiki gifts and these healing gifts. And I told them, I said, you are empath, you are spiritual as all get out. They said, me? Yes, you. No, they're working at the bar. They're my coworkers mm-hmm. now. And I love that. That gives me a joy. Well, at the fundamental level, it means that they're, a, a, well, say it means that they're a lot happier with themselves uh, yeah. because they've reached a point then where they can turn around and offer a pathway for another person. Uh, that, yeah. to me, is the more successful part about it is saying that this person has embraced something about themselves that they weren't mm-hmm. maybe at that point of doing so much for it so that they're able to step forward into a different role. And that's very, very um optimistic and it just gives me like a happy smile to say it's not the fact yes. that they're reading it's just the fact that they're so healed and happy that they found a new yes. way of connecting with people so yes and connection goes with to self, show. first of all yes. yes yes connection with self is one of the most important things i've found out to find out who mm-hmm. you really really are and what you were called here to do Mm-hmm. So many people don't know what that is. Right. And that's, that's when they feel that lost feeling, that hopelessness sets in. But when you find One out... One other thing. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. No, when you find out who you're, you really are, it's like you, you're empowered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now... I wanted to also, so you said that you do connect very much with the angels in the angelic realm. Can you kind of share about, like, what that relationship looks like? Because a lot of times people do feel like um, if it's not uh, the angel appearing in the sky with the trumpet announcing, you know, or coming to tell Mary that she was going to be bearing a child, they're looking for, like, (laughs) biblical-level interactions with the angels with the kind of thing. But can you talk about what that, that relationship looks like for you? Well, for me... Um, being honest, I did hear sermons at at church about angels. My bishop who passed when I left Michigan, he did a series on angels. And he, he used to say, put your angels to work. They want to go to work for you. You were assigned these angels from the time you were in the womb. Before creation of time, you have angels. That stuck with my brain. That stuck with me. Mm-hmm. So I started testing the mm-hmm. water. I started following his direction. He used to say, write out what you want. I do that with my clients now. Write out what you want. Every beginning of the first of the year, beginning of the year, 
I write out a list of what I want for 2019, what things I want to happen, because I've been doing it for years before I started doing this work and it started working. I would call on my angels. I would call on these things that I would put down, just like I said. I want to retire in a warm climate. I want a <laughs> two-bedroom condo with two baths, with a two-car garage. I asked for all this stuff. And guess what? When I got to Georgia, I didn't even know I was coming to Georgia. I was supposed to be going to Alabama where my father is to retire. Mm. Me and my brother, we, they, we drove over here for something, and I was like, I was over in Alabama, so this energy is not cool with me, okay? It's, it's kind of slow. It's too slow for me. I didn't like it. I came over to Georgia, and I was like, oh, this is on and popping. I'm liking this energy. And I said, I want to move to Georgia. I put in a transfer. I got it, probably within a month, mm. okay? Things started moving so quickly for me, and I started crossing off things on my list mm-hmm. that I had wrote to retire, to get that condo, did the same thing with the condo. I had a real estate person looking for me a apartment or a house to rent because I didn't know if I was going to stay here or what or where I wanted to live at because I knew nothing about community here. I have a cousin who lives uh, about a, uh, she has a home here in Atlanta, like a couple of miles from where I, no, it's not even a couple of miles, like a half a mile from where I live at. And the day I left Michigan, or the, the day before, me and my husband went to church for my bishop to pray for me. I told him I was leaving, and uh, he told me I was going to do very well. I left out of there and went to Sam's Club, one of the ones we never go to. And mm-hmm. I ran into my cousin who lives, who has a home here in Georgia. She has a home in Michigan, too. Her husband's passed. So the home was vis- is vacant. All brand new furniture in it, beautiful home, beautiful. Big home over here in the Cascade area. And um, she said, I said, I'm going to Georgia to live. What are you doing here? It's money time. She says, oh, I don't know. She's back and forth. She says, where are you going to be staying? I said, well, I'm, I'm going to get a extended stay hotel. She said, no, you're not. You're going to go stay at my house. I said, really? I said, who's there? She said, no one. She gave me the key. Mm. I went up there, and I stayed there, and I woke up in the morning. I was going, oh, my God, this is awesome. I can't believe it's like a palace, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I was so elated. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like dream coming true because I was writing out, and I was believing and trusting my angels and trusting God, just trusting what he said was going to happen for me. And those are some of the things that I practice with my clients is trust God. Trust your angels. They are working for you. Just try them. And mm-hmm. if they try and if they do, Things happen. So I see the development. I see the, the growth. I see the excitement. I see them transform mm-hmm. right in front of my eyes. And I know this, our angels working for us. And we all have them. Well, thankfully, I can say that, yes, um, I'm very glad to be in connection with that resource, you know, myself personally. Uh, You know, I do have to mention that one of the things that um, I do as the vibrarian is help people amplify their messages and positivity. 
And one of our colleagues, uh, you, as you know, Dr. Tracy, who also has been up at the big psychic fair and is in mm-hmm. community, she actually has a workshop that she's employing the angelic realm. And I'm very pleased wow. to be able to be offering <clears throat> that um, workshop through the library. She's agreed to place that class for people, the part of the Good Vibe Tribe, to be able to attend. And it's, I mean, that exact angels on assignment, what you were talking about is the top, you know, topic of her, her teaching. So it's no mistake wow. that from every corner, you know, you will hear the messages that need to be told uh, I tell people all the time, if you hear something three times, it's not an accident, okay? It's really probably not an accident right. at the second level, but you're not going to really believe it until it hits that third or fourth time that the person says the exact same phrase. You're like, wait a second. Are you trying mm-hmm. to give me a message, God, because I keep hearing, you know, and it's like, well, right. I told you to go to Nineveh and you went the other way, so now you're in the belly of the whale. You know what I'm saying? But, like, following right. okay. repetitive kind of of nudges from from the spirit that's trying to tell you something that's true that you're disbelieving of, you know. And right. I will say in the – in the spiritual community, for those of us who are keyed into the big names who are doing uh, the teachings, the Deepaks and the Colette Baron Reeds, um, one of the largest names that people know is that of Doreen Virtue. Now, Doreen yeah. Virtue cre- has probably, I can't even count the number of decks that Oracle decks, and Oracle decks are a divination tool that people are able to use to connect with the guidance that sometimes is a little challenging to understand since we are so much limited by our language as humans. Oracle cards are a way to tap into those connections. And Doreen made probably 50, 60, 70 angel cards. And you mentioned, you know, being very connected with the angels. And at one point you were using them as tools, although you moved like kind of into a place of not necessarily using those cards. But uh, last year, Doreen Virtue came out and shook the world of of, uh, metaphysicals because she renounced every card that she had ever created, all of the angel cards, all of the Archangel Michaels and the Gabriels and all these things that for really two decades had been helping people tap into the angelic realm. And she went and basically told everybody, don't do it, I renounce it all of that, and it really did then put people in kind of another crisis of faith, if you will, or crisis of self, where people started to say, oh, my God, well, am I wrong? Did I, did I mess up because I've been following this? I'm not going to work with the angels anymore. And to me, I think that that's really such a a tragedy for that to be the case. I know some people are like, well, I don't care what one person does. She can stop whatever she's doing, but I'm still connecting with the angels and I'm, her products are still available on the shelves. It doesn't seem like they've disappeared at this point in time. No, but they haven't. it's very easy to see how people can say all of a sudden with one thing that runs through the collective mm-hmm. that all of a sudden now people are again not feeling empowered and they're feeling fear and they're feeling insecure and that they might have actually 
harm themselves by doing something that seems so positive. But as far as you know and what I know, there's never been any harm in your life whatsoever. In fact, you said you were saved from harm on on occasions like you shared in the, that uh, club. And I know that you probably have many stories, too many to tell about angelic intervention. Right. Not just yeah. angelic benefit, but like actual intervention that you did not have to ask for that was there for you in your crisis, you know, and yeah. then for you to turn around and be an angel to the man, because that's really what you were embodying is an angelic intervention for that man who had that stroke at TGI Fridays, you know. And yeah. I think that yeah. that thing that be careful how you treat others because you have encountered angels unaware, you know. Yeah. Um, and the fact yeah. that you're standing in that environment and you're saying people are seeing this man and nobody's doing anything, that's really, you know, so telling because if it weren't for the angelic presence and the divine presence through you being in that place and being led to go to that Fridays on that particular day and time, it was absolutely you allowing yourself to be a tool for the angelic realm. And so it's not just a one-way street we're talking about here. <laughs> excuse me. Yes, and I, yes. I'm just really excited because your story has, <clears throat> excuse me, has connected dots for me personally, you know, in a very mm-hmm. emo- emotional kind of way in terms of you talking with the angels. And I've seen you working in the corner at the, doing Reiki and you felt your energy and your presence and absolutely your personal power is felt and it's not like oh you're you're uh the queen of sheba who walks into the room <laughs> you know what i'm saying but there is certainly mm-hmm. a, a strength in your in your presence um it's a positive loving feeling that is very much like this woman knows what the heck she's talking about let me go sit on her table and see if she can talk a little bit about what's going on with me <laughs> you know and as you were talking about Doreen, um, I love working with her cards, and she really was helping me um, when I first uh, came into this, knowing about the metaphysics and about the, the cards. And I listened to her uh, videos constantly because I used to be on her mailing list. And uh, when that happened with her, what and people was I was listening to people saying, "Well, she can't do that. Why would she do that to us?" I was saying to myself, "That's why we need to learn how to stand in our personal power." Okay, because people mm-hmm. will let us down. Okay, let us down for what we think they're supposed to do for us. But our angels, mm-hmm. they never let us down. God never lets us down. That's why you got to get that connection. Get a relationship with your angels. Get a relationship with God. Get a relationship with whoever your source is. Connect with them. Okay, don't connect mm-hmm. with man and think that man is almighty because we're not. None right. of us. None of us have arrived, and we won't. So we have to get relationship with our spirit side. That's important. Absolutely. Now, uh, for people who are wanting to get in contact with you, first of all, the big psychic fair happens every first weekend of the month, and it is at the Big Blue Barn, which you can also find under the name Harmony Place, 
which is in Roswell, Georgia. It's a suburb of Atlanta to the north of town. And on the first weekend of every month on Saturday and Sunday, starting at 10 on Saturday and 12 on Sunday, is the big psychic fair. And uh, you will be there, will you be there this month at, uh, for the April fair then? Yes, I will. With bells on, and I will be there. Are you doing which day? Are you doing Reiki? Do you know, I do Reiki on that Saturday and the Sundays. I do the uh, no. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Readings on Saturday, Reiki on Sundays. Okay. <laughs> okay. I wanted to yeah, make sure. I, I think I had it reversed. Right reverse too. Yeah. And for people I just, who I better call and uh, verify that with with Gloria. I'd, uh, but most of the time she calls me or either I call her and uh, justify or verify that I will be there. Um, you know, mm-hmm. every now and then I might go on vacation or have something going on that I'm not able to attend, and I have to call and communicate that information with her. But um, I love that fear. That fear has um, really connected me with people. It's a lot of energy, and um, mm-hmm. I invite people to come to, come out Um uh, and connect with who you need to connect with there because it's always somebody who you can connect with. Absolutely. Yeah, if, if it's not me, we have a lot of other other uh, healing practitioners there. There's not a lot of healing practitioners there, but there are more besides myself, and there's a lot of psychic readers there. So just and then there are down. product vendors as well who are selling like crystals oh, yeah. and natural products that they've made. Exactly. So there's there's less of that than there are readers, but there's certainly like some folks who I try to go catch up with when I need to replenish my you know my uh-huh. my uh, certain tools and, and implements. And I'm always looking over a little crystal table when I get in there. <laughs> so um, yeah, me too. Also <laughs> then if, if people want to make an appointment to come to your office or to your storefront or to have a consultation with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Oh, they can call my my cell phone, which is 313-282-1759. Uh, they can call and make an appointment, and that's 313-282-1759. Or um, I, I'm, I am by appointment only right now. Okay. Uh, so okay. They can call and make the appointment, and we can go from there. Or just come on down to the fair and uh, sign mm-hmm. up for the reading on the Saturday and the uh, Reiki. You can come over to the corner. You don't have to stop at the table for me on Sundays. I'm like my own independent self on Sundays. So just come over to the corner by the back door or the mm-hmm. restroom uh, and sign up for me over in the corner at the back door um, to see me on Sundays for the Reiki sessions. This is like a little mini reading or a mini Mm -hmm. uh, session. I have so many to come in, you know, afterwards because they want to come and get the private sessions, which are so much Mm -hmm. more intimate and so much more because a lot of times when people first start uh, getting Reiki down or getting the readings, they want to have that private time where they don't feel the other people's energy. So when they come into the uh, what I call my studio. I come into the studio. They can feel mm-hmm. the peace. They can feel the quietness. Um, mm-hmm. They can really focus on um, what they need there. It's a lot better. And that number again it's is three one lovely. three. Yes, two eight two one seven five nine. 
Yes. It is a little oasis, I can attest. I can attest to it being mm-hmm. a little oasis. And uh, if you are interested in connecting with Tangela, please do reach out, even if you're not interested to uh, have a reading or service right now, because you'll want to stay in touch with her and get on her mailing list, because that's how you find out about the classes and workshops and other activities that she's doing. So uh, please do, you know, go ahead and text uh, or call so that that connection can be made going forward. Now, I'm so excited because you have agreed to provide on-air readings to people who have called in this evening. I will tell you we have Mm -hmm. a full bank of callers tonight, and uh, so as we're preparing for that, if any of you were interested in having a a mini reading, a complimentary mini reading tonight, go ahead and press the one and the pound key so that I can get you in the queue for that. But uh, before that starts, as everyone is getting lined up for that, I did want to pop on for just a moment because you mentioned that uh, your husband was likely listening this evening, and I believe I figured out one of the Detroit numbers here in the queue. So if you don't mind, husband, I'm sorry I don't know your first name, but welcome to the Psychic Inside Show. (laughs) I don't know. He may he not have been by the phone. One. I think he has to push the one. Oh no, I've got him on the air now. If he's here, he's he's live and ready to talk. Now I hate to put you on the spot, so I can definitely put you back on the listening queue. <laughs> but if Lewis, if you're there, <laughs> no. can you hear us? Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Hi. Hi, I just wanted to bring you on because, you know, of course, it seems like you're her number one fan. (laughs) So (laughs) I I think that's beautiful. You've been tuned in the whole time. I saw your number there, and I thought that it would be remiss of me not to acknowledge her uh, counterpart in this journey of life and love in, in the form of her husband. So Welcome to the show, and did you have anything that you wanted to share about, you know, our conversation this evening about Tangela and her journey? Yes, um, you know, Tangela, she's been always faithful to God, you know. Her first love is the creator. She always be there at church at anything that the spirit the spirit of the Lord, you know, tell her to do. She's she's a very nice person, a very beautiful person and I support her in mm-hmm. anything she do because I know she's doing the work of the Lord. So, you know, I really do support her. And um yeah, she bring up um, you know, uh the angel, people should look in themselves. It is real because without um, God, we are nothing in this world. So, you know, she's right on on how she's um, trying to reach out to um, people to let them know there is help always in the spirit of the in the, in the spiritual realm. You know, so mm-hmm. it's good. So I do support her in what? every way I can. So that's correct. Well, not only did you support her like in the present time, from what I understand, you have a gift of of healing yourself in terms of you were able to 
work with her and her her plants and fruits and diets and herb when she was going through her cancer experience. So, you know, I think that that is a beautiful compliment that the two of you were brought together into a relationship dynamic to use those God-given gifts then to heal each in your own way. So let me do acknowledge that she has shared about that. I think that's very special too, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Angela, did you have anything you wanted to say back? Let me not close the line before. <laughs> no, I'm just smiling yeah. because I want to say thank you to my husband too because he was so awesome. He he is awesome in supporting me with whatever I do. When I was going to school for those four years, he supported me and pushed me. Matter of fact, and he cooked and he he loves to cook anyway because he's from the island. But um, he cooked dinner, he kept the house straight, he helped me. He was working also, but he helped me. And um, everything I do, even when I got here and I started taking my coaching classes, I'm a life and health coach, and he um, helped me with that. And it's like anything I go to do, he supports me. And I try to do the same with Mm. him. And that's hard sometimes because, you know, marriage is not easy. It's not an easy thing when you got these two different people and two different things going on here, the yang and the yang, and um, been times when it's just like, I'm not going to do this anymore, and spirit be like, get back in the ring, get back in the ring again, okay, it's like, I don't feel like boxing anymore, it's like, get back in the ring, you're going to be all right, let down the guard, get rid of the ego, you know, mm-hmm. so it's, it's different challenges that I've had or we've had, but we're still together, and even right now, you know, being together, but being separate, um, uh, him going through sicknesses, me going through sicknesses. It's just been awesome how God has kept us together through it all. For better so, and for worse, right? For better and for worse. And it gets hard. And <laughs> that's why sometimes even with the clients that come in, sometimes I say, okay, it's going to be your choice. What do you want to do? I want to get rid of him. I want him gone. Okay, well, think about it first now. Wait a minute. We got to think. Let's, let's think. Let's think this thing out here. You know, not always telling people, oh, just leave him. He's no good. No, no. People make mistakes. They need healing. All of us need healing. Come on. Let's let's give him a chance. Okay? Right. Pray for the healing. From the, That's what we from have the to spiritual do. Aspect. Pray. Right. Look, yeah. Look to the spiritual, not the egoic aspect. Because the ego and yes. the wound itself will run away, will protect, will will try to defend yes. itself. But that's not the spirit of love and embracing, yeah. you know. So as they say, well, look, God is love, you know. As they say, God oh, yeah. is love. But <laughs> he's the strength of our our life, you know. So uh, we can do so much, you know. But without love, there is nothing at all. You know, there is all hope is perish, you know. So yes. <laughs> God bless you all, and uh, it is a nice radio program. I like to listen to it all the time, so uh, let me know when you all have some kind of uh, radio program so I can tune in, okay? Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much, Louis, for being such a good sport when I put you on the spot. <laughs> so <laughs> thank <Okay>. you. <laughs> 
So we have several callers on the line. Who uh, uh, Right now we have two callers requesting for readings. So uh, just so you all know, these shows will be available forever, okay? So <laughs> with that disclaimer, you're also talking about pretty much you're opening up a spiritual conversation in public forum. So uh, understanding that, of course, our readers are very sensitive to the kinds of conversations that are, you know, appropriate on one level for uh, public space. But if you are uncomfortable at any point in time, if something like starts to come forward, then absolutely say so. Uh, because what you think you're calling for and what spirit might have for you might be two different things. But absolutely you'll be able to contact, you know, Tangela, possibly for it be more suited for a private reading than one in public space. But for each of you who are willing to be have, have your reading in public, um, and of course we're not going to get your last names as well. It's, uh, it's just first name or first initial, well, I think probably first name, uh, to go forward. Now, um, and this is not a full-length reading as well, so being mindful of that. Uh, Tangela, can you share a little bit about, like, what your your method is and what you will be doing during the reading and then any guidelines that you ask the callers to abide by as you all are connecting? Okay. Uh, what I normally do on the radio uh, programs is I either let you ask a question, one question, or... I can pull an angel card for you and see what spirit or just let me see what spirit is saying to you. You can tell me either or. And okay. we'll go from there and try to keep it kind of limited just in case we do have someone else or a few people who want to get a reading. Okay. okay. Excellent. So we well, with that in mind, we're going to start here. This first caller begins with, uh, it's in the Atlanta area. The last four digits are uh, 4030. Caller, you're on the Psychic Inside Show. Who am I speaking with? Hey, good evening, Zenobia. Hi, Zenobia. Hi. <laughs> thank you for calling. I have to say, I know Zenobia, so thank you for calling the show this evening, oh, so Ben. Cool. And yeah. you're on the line with Tangela, so I will let the two of you proceed. Hey, Hi, Zenobia. Hi, good evening. Good evening. Um, Zenobia, would you like to ask a question, or would you like me to pull a card, or you just want me to see what spirit has to say to you. Well, uh, pull a card or spirit. It does either way. It doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. Zenobia. Zenobia, are you working with children? Um, I I have. I I I like working with children. I have um, like mentored children before. Um, and um. I guess they're, they're, they pop in and out every now and then, so yes. Okay, well, I see that being your call and your gifting there and that they need your energy. They need your gifting. It's almost like that's what you need to have to fulfill your calling. <clears throat> you have many gifts and talents, but it looks like the children, it's like I can see them pulling on your your your. The end of your shirt or your skirt tail in the back or something. Um, yep. It's like they need something from you. 
right. your 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 tender your tenderness your your word or your kindness or your gentleness or your word. Um, sure. Um, but it seems like you're trying to um, find your place and where you're supposed to be going. It's like you're going around in a circle on some situations yes. in your life right now. But it says like. All you got to do is just make a decision. It's going to be okay. Uh, Whether you think it's right or wrong, whatever this is that you're going around in the bush about, you keep on going around and around about it. Um, but it's like a transformation thing. You think it's a bad thing, but it's really not. It's, it's like you're going through a transformation right now. And, and the, the card I pulled is talks about by the spring, you're going to be able to come out of this situation. And it's, and it's time for you to make a decision on something. Uh, but you got to let go of the fear, and um, and then some of these dreams are going to take place. And once you make this decision and you go ahead and push through this, you're going to have some amazing career opportunities come forth for you. Are you looking for something in your career now to change? Well, uh, it looks like the career is um, uh, um, learning to – more. I'm actually self-employed, so um, – um, there's some things that I've ex- uh, been working with um, mm-hmm. and looking to expand. Um, okay. Yeah. And like you need some help from some people, and you're going to get that help that you need. But it says most of all, you, the problem is coming in and you believe it in yourself. Right. You just believe in yourself and uh, to get a balance between the work and the, the home life. Right. It's got to work. Something where you um, you're out of balance here a little bit, so it's like okay, let me um, say that. Are you you running your business from home? That's correct. Yes. Okay, that's what it looks like. It looks like you got to separate these two for some reason. I don't know what this okay. kind of work is, but it's saying you need to separate them because you okay. don't have time for to to kind of see about yourself. Right. It's like it's that too makes, much. Yeah, yeah. Too much going that, that on makes sense. at that home. I hear you. Yeah. So it's almost like you got to branch out, maybe get your uh, space somewhere else so you can kind of separate yes. these things. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. So um, does it is this making any sense to you? It does. Yeah, I, I do. Uh, it's been uh, my, my my thoughts is to get a creative space, a studio. Mm-hmm. Of some sort okay. of a, or a place where I work versus where you know let's work outside of the home basically, yeah. Yes, you have to bring that energy out in order for you to be able to think when you come back into your home. And that's the right. only way you're going to right. be able to clear yourself. You can think about what move am I supposed to be making? Who there's exactly. people going to be around you that's going to be helping you though. It seems like you're doing right. this try, trying to do this by yourself, but there's people who can really really help you. But you got to come out to home. It looks like. Gonna come out. Gotcha. Well, well received. Um, yes. And it says, um, "Be practical and respect to how you perceive, though." So, the ability to make anything more beautiful, uh, meeting someone will help you with your dreams to come true. You're going to meet somebody as you come out of that home. You're going to be. You're going to meet the people you need to meet to make this thing happen. Nice. Mm. Okay. Excited. Yes. <laughs> so I hope that helps you some. Yes, thank you. Okay. Appreciate well, your time. Then thank you for and calling you, yes. and listening. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you need you any further um, 
if you wanted to go into anything any deeper um, on your reading or or um, move forth on this, um, you can give me a call to make a more private uh, session so we can go into it deeper because some things I'm not going to talk about on uh, on the air or in public. Mm-hmm. So you right. can um, write my number down and give me a call and maybe we can go further. Um, Absolutely. Some more things, okay? And that number We're is like 313. Yeah. You have it? Yeah, hang on, hang tight. Give me a sec. Okay, go ahead. Um, 313-282-1759. Okay. Thank you for calling. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling this evening, and we will be putting this information uh, in order to contact Angela on the Facebook page for the Vibrarian, and also then on the YouTube when this archive goes up. So at any time that you're listening to this broadcast in the future, uh, just know all you got to do is scroll down to the bottom description page of wherever you are, and that number is going to be listed there for you as well. All right, our next caller we have is the caller is ending in 7531. Welcome to the Psychic Inside Show. Who are we speaking with? My name is Dee. Welcome to the show. Hi, Dee. Hi, Tangela. I don't want to read it. Um, if Lewis is your number one, I must be your number two. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, we have another. We have one of your fan team support members here calling this evening. Yes, what that is my sister there. Yes, and she's been supporting yeah. me since I've been in Atlanta. She's one of my first and foremost wonderful friends and sister that I met in our Reiki class, <clears throat> and she's been awesome in supporting me. And everything that I've done in Atlanta, she showed me around, um, and she's just awesome. And she's well gifted her own self. <laughs> yeah, All right. so she is awesome. Thank you for calling I, me. Yeah, as I listen, um, there are many facets. I always learn something new when I hear you speak. So that's all I wanted to say. Okay, and well, thank, thank you for, being for my listening. Friend. Oh, thank You're you for welcome. being mine also. Love you. Love you too. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm about to go call my friends when I get off the phone. <laughs> no, I think that's beautiful. So for any yes. friend that you lost, it sounds like you gained or got good ones who are still standing by and moving to be around you as you're growing and changing. And I think that that's also quite beautiful and um uplifting to know that you're not abandoned by those yes. around you completely, even though you may par- depart on to a, a walk that's a little challenging and unfamiliar. <laughs> so right, thanks right. so much for calling in and listening. Our next guest this evening is caller ending in 1394. You are on the Psychic Inside Show. Who are we speaking with? Hi, good evening. My name is Naisha. Welcome to the show. 
Thank you. Hi, sweetie. I'm wonderful. How are you doing? How would you? Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just wanted to say I've been listening over the past almost hour and a half, and you guys are doing a great job. And I just wanted to say I've had a couple of uh, Reiki and and um, Reiki sessions, and Tangela has pulled some cards for me and. Everything that she has mentioned has always come true, and I believe in what she says, and I believe in her work, and she's an amazing person. Thank you, sweetie. I, I appreciate it. you. Thank You're you welcome. for calling. No I problem. You. Did you want a card reading or um, oh, whatever what the you feel called to do, whatever you feel called to do? Okay, I'll pull one for you just to see what message they have for you. Okay. Tell Denzel I said hello also. I definitely will. He knows I'm listening. (laughs) Okay. Looks like you and Denzel are ready to fall in love all over again. Mm-hmm. Your marriage is ready to go to another level. Um, your love connection is getting ready to boost. I don't know what this is really about. It looks like some things that you were worried about as far as the relationship is going to get better. Okay? But it's like you have that need still of staying grounded, though. Through this mm-hmm. emotional time, you're going through it. Looks like you're going through a very emotional experience right now, and it says the need to stay balanced, and it's going to keep you in this relationship going stronger and stronger and stronger. So, but it's important that you um, just keep that those roots growing down to the ground, because there's going to be some days when you're going to feel like you're flying off the ground. Your emotions are going to be going every which way. So it's this it's important that you just stay grounded, stay in your in your space, in your personal space, even though you're married. Is Denzel listening to him? No, he isn't. Okay. So I was just going to tell him he needs to do the same, really. Um, yeah. You guys are going through a little roller coaster ride, looks like here. Yeah. It's like the angel is showing me you guys, like, going up to the moon and back and up and down, and it's like, Really, a lot of emotion, but yeah. still, it's going to be y'all is going to end back up together, connected tighter than ever before as you go through this little emotional part. Okay, so okay. just know that everything is going to be fine and it's going to be better. Okay, okay, it's going to get better. So don't Thank worry. Thank you. I've uh, taken your okay. advice and I've. Been doing uh, taking yoga for the past couple of weeks, and you oh, know, trying great. to practice my grounding. So, thank you for that. I have been feeling um, a lot better since starting the class. So, thank you for the oh, suggestion. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Yeah. I appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you calling because let me just be honest with you. It's not every day that you get to hear a woman say. 
your marriage to Denzel is only going to get better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's one of those kind of like dream moments. You're like, well, it's not Denzel yeah. Washington, but it's certainly your dream, Denzel. <laughs> That's so, Denzel yeah. okay. I know. Congratulations, whoever gets to claim Denzel as a husband, right? <laughs> so that's not something you hear every day. He's not Denzel Washington, but he's my own personal. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I just had to That's giggle funny. when she said that to you. I'm like, I would love to hear somebody tell me my relationship with this girl is getting better. But, you know. <laughs> so thank you so much for calling. And, You're welcome. And really to thank you again and listening. <laughs> so we, we don't have Asia. anyone else. We don't have anyone else who has requested a reading, although we've still got several people on the line. So I, you know, I thank you for uh, opening up your connection to spirit for that part of the show, and I. I Thank you for opening up your connection to spirit and yourself in terms of your own personal journey of of sharing since five years old, you know, your kind of journey to today and where you stand, migrating not just from Detroit to Atlanta, but migrating from that five-year-old in church to the woman standing in her personal power today, teaching others the pathway to do that. So, I, you know, I really am grateful that you came on this evening to share. Is there any kind of, uh, oh, I'm sorry, let me continue to come on back because somebody decided they wanted to go ahead and have a reading here. One more before we close. Caller ending in 6130. You're on the Psychic Inside Show. Who are we speaking with? Latoya. Hi, Latoya. Hi, how are you? Hi, Latoya. Hey, Tangela, how are you? Wonderful, Latoya. Uh, what can I do for you today? Do you want a card? Do you want to just hear what spirit has to say? Uh, spirit. Okay. Okay, um, Latoya. Spirit said that you know it's, it's you're you if you're not doing readings and healing energy work, you're going to be if you haven't mm-hmm. started. But it's time. Right. That's what they just said to me. It is time. You have so many gifts and talents that you have available. To offer to the world, and that's what you were sent here for, is to help people. That's why it's it's kind of hard to work with corporate for you, because mm-hmm. you're supposed to be doing the entrepreneur thing. I see you with vegetables and fruit, even almost like a market that uh-huh. you need to be running. It's like you you know this. It's like you need to bring in the fruit, the the vegetables, the organic stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I've never talked to you about this before. I don't know where that came from, but I just saw you helping people and feeding people. And I think that feeding is coming not just through the fruit and vegetables, but through the conversations and giving them directions on how to do their menus and how to eat properly. Um, mm-hmm. I see something coming about like that. Does that make any sense to you at all? Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I had started, well, you don't know. I had I wanted to do the uh, Airbnb with the fruits and vegetables, organic farming. The first attempt was a failure, major failure. <laughs> but I'll okay. do it. I'll do it within time is right. So that's that's true. Okay. All right. Well, that is your gift there, and you're gonna connect with a lot, a lot of people. And it's like, um, um, at, after this winter is over with, it's like they they have to nudge you. It's like they're they're trying to nudge you on to do to get to doing your gifts. And, uh-huh. and to speak up, to speak up for yourself. It's like you you, you need to get your throat chakra out and speak your truth and love and peace um, for you to be able to move forth in your communication. And to, um, it's like this, this crown chakra. And I really don't know what this is about, but I'm feeling something in the crown chakra area of you letting the light come in and really shine through. Mm-hmm. And it's like through this winter time, you've been kind of sh- it's like you've been closed away or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very and it's so. like okay, it's like come out, come out of there. It's like the mm-hmm. it's like a um, the animal is behind you, pushing you out, pushing you out. And um, yeah, it says don't be de- deterred by challenges along your way, and don't don't draw back. Okay, it's like. Keep it moving. Come on out. Come out. Come out. Because you got all these ideas and stuff. It's like Spirit's been giving you all these great ideas on how to do your own business. It's just time to get going. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like once you get going, it's going to go fast, okay? Um, mm-hmm. You're not seeing things clear. You're running away from truth. It's like you're hibernating away. Mm-hmm. But while you're hibernating, you need to be meditating. Hmm? Yeah, I was just going to say that I've been in hibernation now. I'm like <laughs> going out. Yes, you have to come out. And it's all these, I, I didn't pull three winter cards. It's like come out of there, come mm-hmm. out, because you're too intelligent. you got this focus, but you don't be too impulsive when you come out. Don't come out with like the sword in your hand, cutting everything loose, cutting everything in front of you. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> Just don't come out too quickly. Just like I'm like all or nothing. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. right. It's like, okay, take your time now. Take your time now. Wait a minute. All right. Um, and there are. Um, it says to seek out intelligent solutions to these problems that you've been having. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you're gonna have some sudden, unexpected things happen that's gonna help you to move forward. Okay, it's, Good, if you're going to be yeah. inside, meditate, meditate mm-hmm. and get directions from your angels and your spirit guides on where to go and what to do and who to connect with. Because mm-hmm. it's like you need to connect with some wiser, older women. It's like you do right. have that person already in your life. You just got to listen and open up and allow them in. Right. Okay. Yeah, so does that I make appreciate any, it. You get ready to take off. You ready to take up some classes too. Some classes need to be taken up for what you want to go into. Right. Okay. And make some plans yeah. because it's going to happen. You're going to get some manifestations to happen once you write these things out. Mhm. And um, yeah, I, it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Good. Good. I'm going to write some things out tomorrow because that's tomorrow. Well, uh, the 21st or the 20th is considered the actual mm-hmm. true new year. So I was going to go mm-hmm. ahead and write out, write out a list of things for manifestation. So you're right, and I appreciate that. 
Okay. And don't don't think yourself as being powerless because you're not. Powerless? Yes. Yeah, you're right. You're not That's powerless. why I think about the sword. I'm like, hey, I've been holding it in. Now I'm ready to come out swinging. <laughs> no, no. Take your time. Take your time, okay? Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm glad you said that. that. You got That's it. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. I do appreciate it. Okay. Well, well thank you for calling thank in. Thank you and for listening. calling and yeah, absolutely. And I will say we got the super full moon in Libra as well, along with this March 20th and 21st, as you said, is a really awesome energetic time with the right. new astrological year beginning with Aries and everything. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that excited energy, I feel it too. So, you know, yeah. I was like, uh, I'm listening to your reading. Like, is this my reading or your reading? <laughs> like, hey, I okay. need to, <laughs> you know, come out of hibernation too, but I'm like, don't be too rash. I'm like, this is great advice. I mean, that lets us know that, you know, the spiritual messages, we're all like walking on this journey. And don't take the advice you hear from others lightly because you heard it for a reason tonight, people. Just like I heard it for a reason. So I thank you for allowing us to learn through your reading the messages that also are available if you have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. So thank you so much for calling uh, this evening. To each of you. To each of you who listen this evening, I am very thankful for your energy exchange of spending the time with us having this conversation and that uh, those who hear this in the future know that this is a timely word for you to have been touched by something in Tangela's experience that is going to give you a little extra gas or a little courage or a little bit more empowerment when you do come across it in whatever time and space that happens, know that it's divinely meant for you. And Tanta, did you have any kind of last words or advice or something that you wanted to sum up to pass on to to those who hear this and who are listening tonight? Well, one of the things that uh, we did not talk about was one of my specialties that I do when I do my Reiki. Well, that's one of them. It's just really two that I love doing. The first one is cord cutting or cu- uh, cord mm-hmm. clearing. A lot of us, uh, we have attachment. A lot of us are empathic in our community, and that means that we pick up other people's energy, especially our loved ones. And we need to go in sometime and cut those cords spiritually. And they call it authentic cords. And if you look that up, Google it, whatever, we need to clear those cords out so we can move forward. A lot of times they're choking us. They have us stuck and held down and held back. We, we can't love. We wonder why we feel so bad about ourselves. We have those cords that keep us held down and feeling bad. And not being able to move on a job and get a promotion. Sometimes we wonder, why in the world I feel with that job when I know everything? Because we're tied up. Past relationships, past hurts, children. Some people got abandonment issues from childhood. Mother left us, mm-hmm. fathers left us. Normal stuff in the house, right? Yeah, but it's time for us to clean it up. Sometimes we're 40, 50, 60 years old. And guess what? Still walking around with those cords around our neck, around our heart, 
wonder why we can't love, not even our own selves. So I specialize in cutting those cords to release us, to be able to love, and people can come in and love us also. And then the other one is the balance in the chakras, lining our chakras mm-hmm. up, which is our life forces, getting those, getting our third eye to open and keeping it open so we can see clearly. We can move forward, know what direction we're supposed to be going in. Get that, that heart fixed, healed. Stop the worry and the fear. Cut the cords on the fear. Sometimes it's not even people, it's us. We have all that fear, fear-based thoughts. Negative thoughts. How can I stop the negative thinking? How can I? One thing is to stop thinking it and just stop speaking it. Okay, those kind of things create whatever we think, whatever we say. That's what we create. So we're trying to change, do a shifting. Okay, a shift in our energy, so that Ricky does that. It shifts those negative cords and energies around and lines up our chakras, which give us the freedom to be ourselves, freedom to love, the freedom to have peace. Everybody wants to be happy. How do we get there? Okay? So that's some of the things that the energy of Ricky does. It gives us that loving light force that helps us to move forth in life and be happy. So I just wanted to say that. Well, and thank you for having absolutely. me on your show today. I really well, I you. absolutely, I mean, I absolutely can attest to your ability to uh, remove energy uh, because I read at the fair last month myself, and one thing that I have is uh, natural hair in locks, like dreadlocks, right? And so my hair tends to be very energetic being near my crown chakra, and I had encountered, you know, a couple dozen people over two days, and we were, uh, after the event, we were talking, you were like, oh, honey, you need to clear your energy, and I thought I had done, like, a good job, but I hadn't, I think because I was fatigued, you know, really at that point, I was like, wow, Mm -hmm. this is my first read in such a public space like that, you know, I've been at smaller things, but there's so much energy in there, and you're like, give me just a couple minutes, you know, and so you worked with my my crown area, my third eye area, my head area, and I know it was like probably like taking a Swiffer. You didn't even do like the vacuum cleaner because we didn't have time at the moment, but just even with you working at a, a very quick level of under five minutes, I could feel the the weight that I didn't even realize I had energetically about my upper chakras being released. So uh, it's it's, it's real people. And I have to tell you that if you don't think it is, if you're trying to diet, if you're trying to change your life to something healthier, but you have, you know, maybe an attachment to a particular food like chocolate cake, because when you were a child, (laughs) that's how you were comforted one day after you scraped your knee or something, you know what I mean? Or if you're, um, say your mother always baked uh, apple pie and she's passed away and you miss her, you you know, you might be feeding that with the apple pie, which is an unhealthy attachment, but your relationship with your mother was not. So, like, cord cutting really helps work with things that we don't even know we have associated 
And with you and other readers, it's like as you're doing, you're explaining the nature of the attachment as well, where there needs to be an actual understanding to help us also move through it. You're not just necessarily cleaning it up and being like, oh, whatever. You're like, well, I found that you have like a, a deep such and such, and there is an attachment there. And one thing that happens is that people reattach, you know, to things after uh, they've gone and learned or been healed or cleared of things. Patterns, or I say old habits and familiar patterns, uh, are very challenging to break. But at least if you're approaching it energetically. um, And so the psychic fair is not too short of a time. The appointments that you have there are like 30-minute appointments, but that is not too short of a time to have a very effective, uh, uh, at least alignment and a cord cutting and a basic kind of, you know, you might want to continue working on this energy thing that I'm seeing. So I absolutely advise everyone to take the time to go up there. If not at the fair, I will say your schedule was pretty full when I saw you uh, working last month. It was a steady stream of people moving back to your corner. So uh, definitely there are people who are coming just to do that because they know you're going to be there. Uh, So I I definitely have seen and experienced evidence of that being beneficial from you, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. myself. And I want to say that that also I enjoy working with you also there, that your energy was very good and very positive. And I saw the flow of people coming to you also. That was your first fair there, I believe you said. But it was just like you were just made to be right there, okay? And people were connecting with you. They were coming, and and it was on. And we was on and popping up in there, okay? I can say it like that. And it's like when when you are in the right place at the right time, like I tell a lot of the clients I have, I say, you're supposed to be doing readings. You're not supposed to be in the house or thinking this and that. You're supposed to be doing this, what I'm doing. I have people all the time Mm -hmm. sit in front of me and say, I'm saying, okay. And I can feel different people's energy that's around me. And you were sitting in back of me at the fair, but I felt your energy. Your energy was good, okay? Yeah. So that means that you were in the right place. You were doing the right thing. And people, come on out. Give us a try. You get those mini readings, you can feel the energy of people. Okay? Absolutely. So come on out and visit us for the fair and get a sample. You know, people will say, when I'll say, come to the psychic fair, they're like, what happens in a psychic reading? Am I going to find out I'm going to die? You know, and I'm like, there's a lot of fear, or I don't want to learn something bad. I don't want to hear something bad is the fear response. And then other people will say, oh, you know, I don't fool with those cards. You know, I don't fool with that because, you know, and push it back. But I think that hearing our conversation, anyone who's heard you talk this evening would probably be really aware that you're not going to be telling them, your life is terrible, you're about to die, and that's the end, hang it up. You know, that's not been the kind no. of energy that you've been sharing this evening. No, it's so about I'm glad life we've been more abundantly. It's about abundance. And love. Life. And yes, yes. Because yes. <laughs> I don't believe well, that God I've... sends me people who's about to die. I believe he sends me people who wants life and wants to live and wants to get healed and move forth. When I, when I meet up with somebody, it's no coincidence. It's it's time for us to start this healing work. It's time for us the energy to mm-hmm. get better. 
It's time for your life mm-hmm. to go to another level. That's what I believe. Yeah. I agree with you on that. <laughs> Um, this has been the Psychic Inside Show, and my guest this evening has been Tangela Varner-Broomfield. And, Tangela, I thank you for coming on. And as uh, we've been sharing, you can catch her and, and I at the big psychic fair, first weekend of the month at the Big Blue Barn. And then also at her number is 313-282-1759 if you want to talk with her further about anything we've had this evening, any services or Reiki or any of the healing products that she provides. Now, this Thursday on, on the same phone number, same blog talk radio channel, at 9 o'clock, actually, a little bit later, my guest is going to be Dr. Tracy Johnson, who is going to be talking about her air angelic cards. And also, as part of that show, one lucky person will receive a more in-depth reading from her. Now, tomorrow on my Facebook page, we will have a post up, and everyone who comments on that post uh, will be entered into a drawing on Thursday then to receive that reading. Uh, I did honestly intend to do that last week, but... Mercury retrograde was hit my computer, and I had some problems wow. and challenges, and uh, we actually almost lost the broadcast last week. So I'm hoping Blog Talk is all stable this week because I don't want to lose these conversations that we're having. But also this Saturday, I'm going out to the Bell Point Gem Show, which is at the Cobb Civic Center in Marietta, Georgia. It's a three-day crystal gem and mineral show. I've never been to a crystal gem and mineral show, and I've taken a field trip. So if you are going out and want to come out and connect with the rest of the Good Vibe Tribe, meet me at the gem show. Let's do some crystal shopping and look at pretty sparkly things. I'll be up there on Friday during the day, uh, probably anytime. 11, 12 on until I get done looking at all the beautiful things. Um, I'll be looking longer than I'm shopping, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but um, also, next week, my guest on the Psychic Inside show is an author and uh, all around uh, just a triathlete, author, and a phenomenal individual named uh, G. Brian Benson will be on the show. And my topic next Thursday is going to be what's the 411? And we're going to talk about the energies, the astrology that's happening. We're talking about current events in terms of what's happening across the collective and how we can process that. And any other topic that you want to talk about, the phone lines will be open for people who want to ask questions about anything. No stone left unturned. So as you can see, there's a lot going on. Just stay tuned. Come back for more. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you who are supporting these stories and for all the positive feedback that I'm receiving in my inbox. It truly is making a difference one person at a time to hear that they are not alone and that they at the end of their path will be standing in a place that looks really, really beautiful from the stories that we're hearing and like the story you shared this evening. These are lives that are inspiring people. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things with the natural gifts and abilities that they have accepted about themselves. And I'm so grateful to be a part of that. This week, for each of you, I wish for you all of the blessings 
that you can possibly hold, so many that those blessings spill out from your arms onto the world around you. The light in me absolutely honors the light in you. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you.